Hi, welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldoze of Faith, living life in the spirit. We are here doing a devotion together. We've been on Facebook Live for the last uh, five or six minutes. And we now welcome you in YouTube land, joining with us today. Hallelujah. We're reading from Psalm 23. We're talking about receiving the gifts from God, that we will come to the place where, as we come into the presence of Yahovah, that we will receive from Him. We don't want to be people who walk into His presence and leave and we have not partaken from that table and that's why we're reading Psalm 23 right now that Yehovah is our shepherd we shall not want we want him to guide us we want him to lead us in all the steps that we take he makes me lie down in green pasture he leads me he makes me lie down listen to that he makes me lie down it's just human nature that you know we just don't know when to stop you know, we just want to keep going. And the father's like, you know, I'm going to make you lie down in green pasture. You know, come over here. This is the place of safety where the father says safety is. That's where safety is found. Hallelujah. He, lead, he, he makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. So what have you gone through today where the enemy is churning away, you know, within you? For what purpose? To, to take away your peace, to, to, to chip off you. What, what's the Father doing? When the energy is given out, just getting through life. When your energy is being spent, just going through whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, you know, Every one of us are in the midst of battles right now. You know, you, we will always be facing battles. And listen, if you're on that mountaintop right now and you're experiencing the glory of Yehovah, you're enjoying that mountaintop, you know, everything's awesome. Look, hallelujah, that's great. But don't get to the place where you take off the armor. Don't get to the, the place where, you, you, you know, you, you, you just slow down a little no 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 he restores my soul he is the restorer of my soul we praise you father we, we want to proclaim that we will speak forth blessings we worship you you are the restorer of my soul so if you downcast tonight you're really feeling it tonight you're really just not sure what's happening within your life then i just want to encourage you he is the restorer of my soul. He's the restorer of your soul. So right now, let your lips bring forth praise to his name. We praise you because you are the restorer of my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Father, convict us when we are walking off of your path. Forgive us when we are doing the wrong things with our time, with the things that we're watching and the things that we are saying, the things that we are doing, the attitudes that we sometimes pick up. Forgive us and guide us into paths of right standing before you. Hallelujah. For your name's sake, we want to be a testimony, an example of who you are. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yes, you're going to walk through valleys. If you're on that high point, you're going to come into that place of the valley. And I want to encourage you that even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why will we not fear evil? For you are with me. You should see how tough my little Jack Russell is when we're out walking and he comes a across a, a pit bull or something. Man, he's like, you don't understand how big I am. Why? Because I'm with him. He's thinking... I'll have his back, you know, so he can be tough to big dogs because, you know, he's big on the inside. But this is how we are called to be in the presence of Yehovah. When you face evil, when you face challenges, do you know that Elohim is with you? Do you know he is right there with you? With you? For your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The very fact that you just sense that rod, that staff, that leading, that's why it's important to wait. Wait before him. And, you know, I've done many teachings where we talk about the importance of waiting. And, you know, sometimes it can be years. It can be, you know, decades that you are waiting. But be faithful. Press in there. Don't give up. Wait before him. 
And in the midst of waiting, other things can be taking place within your life. It doesn't mean that you have to stop and sit in the corner waiting. You know, there's many promises that the Father has promised me that's taken years to come to pass. I've prayed and fasted and got before Him time and time again as I wait before Him for the revelation, for the understanding for the breakthrough in the Spirit. So don't give up waiting before the Father. It's very important. So your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You know, the Father wants to show you off. He wants... <laughs> he Look... In the presence of your enemies. Why? Because, you know, what do the enemies want to do? They want to curse you. They, you know, the devil wants to pull you down. And, you know, if you're just sitting back, enjoying the presence of Yehovah, there is no authority in Hasatan. Satan has no authority. We have the victory in Yeshua. If you know that he is guiding you, if you know that he is with you, if you know that he is your shepherd, <laughs> we can walk in peace knowing that he is there. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You know, he's not going to hide you. He's not going to take you away and just and keep you in some secluded place. Why? Because the glory of God is manifest on your life. The kingdom of God dwells within you. What are we talking about tonight? We're talking about growing in the fire of God. Another word, another way to say growing in the fire is, uh, in the fire is this. Growing in the faith of God. Because... When you have great faith, that comes with the fire. When Jeremiah talks about, man, I tell you, your word is a fire within my bones. What's he talking about? When you, when you are receiving that word, his faith is moving into a whole new dimension. The reality of your word becomes stronger. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Yehovah. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So right now, I'm just inviting you just to come and sit at his feet and to receive from him. I want you to take gifts away from him tonight. I want you to receive from him tonight. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. You belong to him. You are sealed in his presence. The enemy has nothing on you. Surely goodness and love for goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. You know, here's the problem we have today. People are chasing goodness and mercy. And the scripture says, no, 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 no. Don't you chase it. It's going to follow you. Goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And I will dwell in the house of Yehovah forever. I will dwell in his house. Hallelujah. He prepared a table before you in the presence of his enemies. So tonight we want to receive. We want to be encouraged in growing in Yehovah. We want to walk with that restored soul. We want to walk in the victory of everything that the Father has for us. You know, I, I can't emphasize this enough, but you know, look at, look at the incredible promises you have to partake from. This is all the promises the Father has for you. This is your handbook to life. No, listen, we don't come to the Scripture to say, okay, God, how are you going to bless me? No, I don't teach that's how we come to Scripture. I teach we come to Scripture, we lay our lives down, and what do we say? We say, Father, here we are. We want to receive from you. Why? Because we want to be effective for your kingdom. I want to be effective for your kingdom. We are in the time where we are rejoicing over the resurrection power. He has risen. Hallelujah. This is day two in the counting of the Omar. Praise Yahovah. We worship you. We can't wait to get to Shavuot. Wait in Jerusalem. Don't leave until you receive power from on high. Every year we get to come to that place where we count down, where we wait before him. Why is it so important? Because, yes, you can just say, well, you know, I'm filled. I'm baptized in the Spirit. I speak in tongues. I, I operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I walk, operate in signs, wonders, miracles. That's all great. But the Father's saying there's more. You know, you can never get enough. 
Yeah, you know, there's always more. When you come and partake from his table, it's a table that never runs out of food. It's not going to run out. You're not going to have provision disappear. But we want to know how to be in prophetic alignment in what the Holy Spirit is saying. So we are at the time of the resurrection. We rejoice in the resurrection of Yeshua. We look back at Egypt and Israel coming out of Egypt. And this time is the time where we look at the gospel. What is the gospel of the kingdom? What does it mean? And how do we see it through Passover and Easter? everything did I say Easter I know that Passover and unleavened bread when we see this season what are we looking at what do we recognize concerning the gospel of the kingdom well what we see is we see the promise and the covenant that's given to Abraham and then four generations have to pass and then they have to go into the lowest point you could ever imagine why are they going to this place that is so low where they have no ability to help themselves. Some of you might be watching right now and you're thinking, you know what? I feel like this lockdown is putting me in a place where, you know, it couldn't be any darker. How am I going to get out of this? How am I going to provide for my family? What are the steps I have to take to get to this next phase? Israel was in a dark place within slavery. And here was the word that Moses brought. He came to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. And this is what he said. I've come to my people to deliver them out of darkness, to bring them into the glorious light. Hallelujah. We proclaim the victory in Yeshua that there was no God in the days of Egypt that could stand up against the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob so Israel's in a dark place but the message is this you're coming out you might feel like you're in a dark place but the message is this you're coming out Yesterday we talked about, or two days ago, we talked about uh, the, the resurrection power and how in uh, Luke chapter 24, there's the disciples, they hear the account of the woman who went to anoint the body of Yeshua with, with uh, fragrances and oils for burial. When Yeshua said, on the third day I will rise, on the third day here they come, to anoint the body they've not got the message they've not got the message and then the angel says why are you looking for the living among the dead he has risen hallelujah so Yeshua he went to the depth of the curse what was the curse you will surely die Adam and Eve you eat of that tree you will surely die this is the consequence and here comes Yeshua and he takes the victory over death hell and the grave hallelujah what did what happened Israel went to the darkest and deepest place how, how do you think you feel right now what are you going through and I'm speaking to those who are really going through tough times right now you might be facing death. You might be facing challenges. Um, you know, people that are seriously ill around you. There's brothers and sisters right now uh, who join us uh, most days, you know, who go through, who are going through uh, tragedy, terrible times. You know, uh, Jeff, I don't know if Jeff's online right now, but Jeff shared a testimony with We were praying for his dad the other day, and they were basically saying, it's time to switch his machines off. He's not going to make it. And glory to Yahovah, he has come out of intensive care. He is being set free. Hallelujah. The Father is doing a mighty work within his life. The Father is faithful. There is power when the people of Yahovah come together and pray there is power so how deep how dark do you think your day is do you think your day is as dark as what the Israelites were going through when they were in Egypt do you think your day was as dark as the depth that Yeshua had to go in death 
No, Yeshua has paid the price. He has gone to the depth. He has gone to the very core of the curse and he has set you free. If you are born again of Yehovah, you can stand on the victory that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. You are not subject to the rule of Hasatan, of Satan any longer. We have victory. So I want to put a light right over your curse current darkness right now. I say to the darkness in your life, go. I say to depression, go in Yeshua's name. Anxiety, go. Uh, sleep apnea, go in Yeshua's name. Maybe be, may we be filled with the word of Yehovah and on fire from him. If you suffer with problems and can't sleep, then just pick up the word and start meditating and memorizing the scripture. And you watch, you'll get back to sleep quite quick because the devil isn't going to want you to stay awake memorizing the word. He's not going to put that sleep apnea on you anymore. I proclaim right now that you have perfect sleep, that you will be able to rest in the shalom of Yehovah, that you will not be anxious about anything. Hallelujah. Through it all, what are we learning through everything we face? Are we learning through our challenges, through our battles, through our difficulties? Are we learning just how great God is? Is he showing himself strong within your life? What are you facing? What are you going through? No matter what you are going through, Yeshua is with you. Why? Because we have received him. We've received him. And if you haven't received the Messiah, I just call on you right now. Repent of your sins. Turn away from, from the life of the flesh and, and surrender your life to God. Give your life to him. You know, get before him and say, Father, I need salvation. I need deliverance. This is what was happening to the children of Israel in Egypt, because of the oppression of what Pharaoh was putting them under, their cry went out before Yehovah. And God heard their cry, and he came and answered them. If you will cry out before the Father, he will answer you. So call on his name. Call on his name right now. Receive from him right now. Call on him. No matter what you're going through, Yeshua, he is here with us. He is here. Listen, darkness is not good. <laughs> you know, the light is better. The devil is bad. He is very bad. But guess what? He wants to come. What does he want to do? John chapter 10. Turn there. And so we see what the, the enemy wants to do. So we can proclaim the victory in Messiah. John chapter 10. It's an easy one to remember. Just 10, 10. Very easy. What does it say? The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So in the place of darkness, in the place where you are, 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 are feeling that everything is against you, yes, we recognize how bad the devil is, but we also have to recognize how good God is. God is so good that he sent his one and only son to set you free. So that's why I'm saying it's important that in the midst of your pain, in the midst of what you're going through, cry out to him. If he could hear the call of the Israelites in Egypt, he can hear your call today. He can hear your call today. We call on your name, Yehovah. Thank you, Father. Every one of us are facing battles. We've got storms that we have to overcome. We all want to talk about testimonies. Father, thank you for testimonies. We all want to talk about great victories. Um, you know, yeah, we, we worship you. We want great victories. But before you have a testimony, you have to have a test. Before you have a victory... You have to have a battle. And this is the reality. Every one of us are going through tests and battles. So, you know, when, when you're young, you, you, know, you just can't wait to get old. You know, 
to get to, you know, you think all the things that you're going through uh, as a child, you know, once you get old, all your problems are going to get, get sorted, you know. When, when you're in poverty and you have all your, your pain and all the things that you're going and you're, you think, man, if I was just rich, everything would be fine. But let me tell you something. It doesn't matter if you're poor. It doesn't matter if you're rich. You're going to go through trials. You're going to go through challenges. You're going to face battles. You're going to be in a fight on an ongoing basis every day. That's why the Father gives us the army of God. That's what we talked on in Ephesians chapter 6 the other day. The importance of being equipped. Why? We will face battles. We'll face battles within our family, battles with our spouses, battles in our work, battles in relationships. You know, this is just the battles that, that we can personally be going through. You might be dealing with battles of lust, battles of pornography, battles of anger, uh, addiction, all these different battles, battles, you know, what, you know, how many battles could be named? So many battles. Someone... In fact, all of us are going through battles on many levels, all at the same time. And that's just dealing with ourselves. You know, we haven't even got to, you know, dealing with someone else or other problems that man wants to force on you. We're not just talking about what we are going through in our own personal life. The Father has given us victory over sin. When we go to the scriptures, what I love about seeing in the scriptures, I love uh, looking at the victory of God and the blessings. And, you know, we're talking about coming out of Egypt and we're looking at all of the events of coming out of Egypt and that's awesome. But uh, one thing I love is Joshua, when he goes to take the children of Israel in to take over the land 40 years later, with the next generation. Just imagine what he's going through. Oh, I, I'm just trying to make sure you understand the promise. Moshe's done a good job. You know, he lays the foundation. What's the foundation, you know? <laughs> Especially for Joshua. You've waited all these years. Look at what you're going through. And Moses is, is making it very clear. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. You know, be careful to do everything that's written in the Word. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For Yehovah, your Elohim, will be with you wherever you go. Paraphrasing the first, you know, nine verses of Joshua chapter 1. The, the edifying that needed to take place, the preparation for Joshua was amazing. And that's the same in our lives. We need to be edified. We need to be built up. We need to hear words of encouragement. We need to spur one another on in the way that we should go to minister in his name. And what I love about the, the Jericho story is all the events that take place, how the Father brings everything back into order. And, you know, what do we see in Joshua chapter 6? We see that uh, we see the Ark of the Covenant and, and uh, the priests carrying the trumpets in front of it. They're advancing out before with the praise. They are going forward and all the people are doing what? Marching round Jericho. Not just one day. Not just two days. You know, why, why can't we just march around Jericho one time? Why have we got to keep marching around? What's the Father looking for in the midst of seven days? And then when you get to the seventh day, don't just march around once. March around seven times. What's the Father saying? Do you trust me in this? Do you believe that I can bring supernatural deliverance? Let me tell you something. In the midst of battles, in the midst of challenges, sometimes you face things in your life, strongholds that are huge in our eyes, huge. And we've got to get ourselves to the place where we have the ability to overcome. I want to share a story with you. Uh, many years ago, uh, there's a, there was a, a pastor, uh, Mike Lambert, actually, he's in Israel right now, and a good friend of ours. He is in Jerusalem, and he's a Texan. And uh, the Holy Spirit uh, spoke to me one morning and said, get your truck ready. I had a, a minibus. He said, get it ready. I've got a, a ministry from Israel coming, and I want you to take them on tour around the country. So I live by faith, and my truck wasn't really that great or anything. And the father says, get it ready. So I go to get it ready. He tells me how much money it's going to cost. And 
I have no income. I just live on how the, whatever the Father blesses with us, that's what we apply to our ministry. So I put the truck in to get it fixed, I have it sprayed. I'm having it all done, all nice, waiting for this uh, speaker that's going to come that we're going to take around the country to minister in the UK. And uh, what happens is the garage calls me up and says, your truck's ready. It's been resprayed, the engine's all sorted, the transmission's all been checked, everything's 100%. Your vehicle is fit to go. I'm like, hallelujah. They tell me how much it is, and I'm like, awesome. It, you know, this is a long time ago. It was a thousand pounds, like two thousand dollars, to fix my car. Time, and uh, I'm like, you know, he calls up and said, "Oh, come and pick up your truck. Uh, it's ready." I said, "How much is the bill?" He said, "He said a thousand pounds." I said, "Okay, great, that's excellent." I said, "I'm just waiting for the money coming through, and uh, I'll come round pick it up." Well, anyway, the money didn't come in that day. And the money didn't come in the next day. And I'm like, okay, Father, where's the money to pay for this truck? What's happening? And, uh, you know, then the money didn't come in the day after, you know. And then the guy calls me up again. He's like, uh, are you coming to pick up your truck? And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm waiting for the money coming in. I've got a promise on the money to pay for it and it's coming. It's just not here yet. So he's like, yeah, no problem. Just let me know when you've got it. No problem. And uh, anyway, we get to the place where Haley and I said, you know what, enough's enough. There is, an, uh, there is an assignment of the enemy that is seeking to stop us getting the resources that we need in the provision of Yehovah for the work that he has called us to do. So we pray and fast and we proclaim the word all day from first thing in the morning all the way till six o'clock at night. We're exhausted, we're praying in the Spirit, we're rejoicing, we're lifting up His name, we're declaring His promises, we're speaking His word, we're coming against principalities, dealing with the assignments against uh, the calling over our lives, the work that the Father has called us to. And then it gets to like five, six o'clock and the Holy Spirit says to us, it's done, it's done. You know, you have the victory. The provision is there. Everything you need is there. It is finished. It's done. Oh, hallelujah. We take off running around the house, praising Yehovah, rejoicing. Yeah, we're, we're just, whoa, hallelujah. I haven't got any money in my hand yet. Excuse me. We're praising. We're rejoicing. We spend 10, 15 minutes jumping up and down, playing worship music, exalting the name of Yehovah. Man, we're, we've got our praise on. Hallelujah. We've got our praise on. And this is what we see come, uh, going around Jericho. What's the Father doing? He said, I want you to go around because you're going to witness who I am. You know, you don't have the ability to uh, get through the walls of Jericho. But if you follow me, if you go through your circumcision, go through the Passover, do all these key things that you need to do, if you follow me, if you trust me, you will see the victory. Don't give up in the elements of trusting God for your breakthrough. I proclaim supernatural breakthrough right now, no matter what you face. In this lockdown, Father, there's so many of us are in need, in crisis right now. And we proclaim in Yeshua's name, victory in Messiah. We ask for the release. If the Father's calling you to fast over these things, fast over them. Press in and see the victory. Then on the seventh day, the children of Israel had to go around Jericho seven times. Yeah, cut seven times in like 80, 90 degrees weather, going around seven times. It wasn't a big city. And then after going around seven times with that shout, guess what happened? The walls of that city came tumbling down. Hallelujah. He can do it. He can break down the walls when the enemy's trying to hedge you in. He will break down those walls. He will give you a testimony. So anyway, the Father told us it's done as we're rejoicing that we're going to pick up our truck and everything's going to be fine. You know, we're just newly married back then. It's 1993 and just rejoicing in our uh, faith walk together as a newly wed married couple. Hallelujah. 
Uh, and then guess what happens? Nothing. For 12 weeks, nothing happens. And I haven't even picked my truck up yet. 12 weeks. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. 12 weeks, you know. Father, you told me to do this. You told me it is done. It is finished. Three months go by. 12 weeks. Then we have uh, friends come up from London to stay with us in the Forest of Dean. And they have this card from another brother in uh, the UK. And I open this card. And in it is a card and a letter with a check for £1,000. It says, sorry for the delay. God told me to give you this three months ago. <laughs> you know, God told me to give you this three months ago. Sorry for the delay. This is why people, you know, listen, when the Father speaks to you to do something, someone is waiting on the other side of your obedience. Don't delay in what the Father is calling you to do in the midst of the battle. Why? Because there's people that are going through battles. They are pressing in. And, you know, the Father might be wanting to use you to bring forth miracles, to bring forth deliverance and transformation. Hallelujah. You know, why does the Father use people? Why didn't he just say, you know, like the government, oh, we're going through a tough time, let's just print some more money, you know? Why can't the father just have a dog walk up to your door with a bag of money coming along? Here you go. Not that he can't do that. And I know there's testimonies of people who have had dogs walk up to their door with bags of money. But what I'm saying, he uses people, and this is not just about money. It might be that the father needs you to be praying for someone. The importance of these broadcasts, the testimonies that come in are amazing. Fathers, you know, people are saying, I just tuned in at this moment and the words you spoke brought transformation to my life. Thank you so much. It's what I needed at that moment. You know, there's someone waiting on the other side of our obedience. Oh, yeah, but you, you can't do anything until you get through your problems. Well, let me tell you something. You're always going to be facing problems. <laughs> You're always going to be facing problems. So in the midst of the problems, in the midst of all of the things you are going through, recognize that you are called to be, uh, to be in tune with the Spirit so that you can be giving in the ways that He has called you to give, so that you can be ministering the way that He has called you to minister. We have to draw ourselves aside to receive from him so out of the overflow of our heart, our mouth will speak that his word will be carried. His word will come forth. His word will bring transformation. We are called to pull down strongholds. We are called to bring forth deliverance by speaking forth his word in his name. Hallelujah. We come against the principalities. We come against the assignments over this world concerning the coronavirus. We break you in Yeshua's name. There's a people rising up who will not slow down, who will not get weak, whose hands will be lifted up, who will proclaim it is time for the victory of Yehovah to be seen in the generation that we are living in right here, right now. I proclaim victory in Messiah. I proclaim victory in the heavenlies. I say that the glory of Yehovah will manifest in this earth. I proclaim over Israel, it is time for a mighty outpouring of the power of Yehovah to be released in this land, that the Messiah will be seen. We ask for open visions and open heaven over this land. We ask, Father, for a mighty move of your spirit because the nations of the world need to see an outpouring right here. This is what's going to strengthen our testimonies in all the nations where we come from is, is, is the outpouring that you bring here in the land of Israel will bring transformation into our lives, into our hearts. So Father, just as the children of Israel went round Jericho, then we just want to stand on your promises. We will be faithful to proclaim your name. We will be faithful to proclaim your words against the assignments of the enemy to this generation. Yeshua, he looked at the people and had compassion on them. Father, we don't just go yip de doo da we're all blessed, hallelujah. Thank you for what you've done in my life. I don't care about those people out there. They deserve it, they're just a bunch of heathen sinners anyway. No, Yeshua looked at them and had compassion.
So, Father, we stand in the gap for those who are not yet saved. We stand in the gap and ask for a mighty outpouring of your Spirit and revelation to come forth. So when Haley and I received that check of $1,000 in that card, sorry for the delay. God told me to give you this three, three months ago. I went and picked that truck up. My truck wasn't even back a number of days. I get a phone call from another ministry, from uh, CBN. They said, uh, someone is coming to the UK and uh, we're just wondering if you would take them around. I'm like, absolutely, we're all ready. Why? I'm getting my truck fixed up because of what the Holy Spirit said. I didn't have someone call and say, I want you to take me around the country. I just knew what the Holy Spirit said, and we have to be prepared in advance for, for the work that he has for us. Press in. Why? The Holy Spirit will show you what is to come. You don't just have to sit back and be... Uh, reactive to everything that's happening around in and through your life we can be proactive that's why we delve into the presence of Yehovah so recognize that you you know we will always have battles we will always have challenges but we are an overcomer in the midst of the storm we have the authority in Yeshua's name to say peace to the storm we want to say to quarantine to to this lockdown it's time for this to be lifted it's time for this virus to be weakened and supernaturally destroyed it's time for the glory of God to be revealed father will you give people open visions all over the nations of the world including the Arab nations bringing transformation hallelujah so the first point is, no matter what you go through, Yeshua is here with you. The second point I want to proclaim tonight is because he lives, I can face tomorrow. So don't sit here today thinking, what does your tomorrow look like? Because he lives, you can face tomorrow. Your tomorrow is already fixed. It's already sorted. So you might look at your analysis. You know, what's the big thing we hear right now? Watching the presidents and the prime ministers. You know, thank you, Father, for getting Boris Johnson out of intensive care. Hallelujah. He's resting now. That's a blessing. Hallelujah. Answered prayer. But Father, give him an open vision of who you are. We speak salvation over Boris Johnson, that he will come to know you in a mighty way, that he will have revelation of who you are. Father, supernaturally transform him today in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. No resurrection, no hope. If Yeshua wasn't raised for the dead, what would we have hope for? If there's no resurrection, there's no good news. If there's no resurrection, there's, there's no marriage. And this is what it's all about. Thanks for asking. The gospel of the kingdom, it's all about the marriage. Why do we get to the end of Revelation? And what does it say? Let the bride say, come. Let the bride of the lamb say, come. Yeshua HaMashiach, come. Hallelujah. It is all about the marriage. The whole reason why Yeshua died was not just to deal with death. It was to deal with the brokenness in the marriage at Mount Sinai when they went off with the golden calf, after they had come under the hyssop and the blood, they had, come on, they, they had broken the blood covenant of marriage. That's why God said to Moses, step aside, I'm going to kill them all, and I'll start with you. <laughs> and Moses is like, wait a second. No, 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 that doesn't sound like a good plan to me. I know Abraham was old, but you know what? I don't want to go through that. You have to find another way. Why? Because the nations of the world are looking it's the testimony of this people. So how are you going to bring them through? How are you going to bring them through? So it's all about the marriage. Why did Yeshua have to die? Because Yeshua was married to Israel. Yeshua was married to Israel at Mount Sinai. It wasn't the father. It was Yeshua who was married to Israel. Jeremiah chapter 3, we talk about the certificate of divorce for the northern kingdom. Because they worshipped Ishtar, Easter. They were kicked out of the land. Judah, Judah was not divorced because of the promise through the line of David to bring the Messiah to deal with the curse of death. 
So Judah was not divorced, but Judah came back in pretense. Judah didn't come back with, their, with, his, with, with her heart in the right place. No, she did all the same sins as the northern kingdom. She came back in pretense. Well, God will have to forgive me. He'll just have to forgive me. The resurrection power. He died and rose again so he could remarry Israel. That's what the renewed covenant in Jeremiah chapter 31 is all about. You and I, if you are from the nations, you have to be grafted in to the commonwealth of Israel. You, there is no covenant in the Bible for a Gentile. You have to be found in him. Hallelujah. <clears throat> he is risen. Yeshua is risen. This is a faith builder and a fire builder over our lives. When you partake of the risen Savior, he is risen. What, what is it about him being risen? Oh, you know, I'm reading the books in history. He is risen. No, the very fact that he is risen means that we can walk in fellowship with him today. And that's what we see. You know, we can hear his voice. We can proclaim what? He's alive. He's alive and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. He's alive. I used to love that Don Francisco song. He's alive. <laughs> He's alive and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. And man, I tell you what, when you were there at a live concert with Don Francisco and he's playing on his 12 string and he's going for it and he's proclaiming he's alive, he's alive. You've got the whole place just, he's alive. Yeah, I'm forgiven. Hallelujah. There is something incredible about being forgiven, recognizing that he has risen. The apostles thought everything was lost. But what did Yeshua do? He showed himself. Luke chapter 24. Let's just turn there. Luke 24. Got an iPad talking away in the corner there. Luke 24. Hallelujah. Verse 36. While they were still talking about this Yeshua himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they'd saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? Why do you doubt? Uh, why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. Hallelujah. Why do you doubt? Yeshua is standing amongst them. Why are they doubting them? Well, you know, they had to see who he was to recognize who he is. You, you know, and this is what I love about walking with Yeshua today. This is not just blind faith. You know, like I shared with that testimony, get your vehicle ready. You're going to take a speaker around uh, the UK. You know, this is prophetic understanding, wisdom by the Spirit, the Father revealing his plan uh, concerning my life. This would not happen if it wasn't for the risen Savior. It's a faith builder, the very fact that he's alive. It releases the fire of God into my heart. It releases the fire of the Spirit over my life. And I want to tell you right now, what is the testimonies that God has given you? What is the testimony of what he is saying? We overcome by the blood of the lamb, the Passover lamb. Going around Jericho, guess what? They took the Ark of the Covenant. What's the Ark of the Covenant? The testimony of Yehovah. It's his testimony. You march my testimony around. You have what? Passover. You proclaim that the same God who brought you out of Egypt is the same God who's got you here. You circumcise everyone, right? Why? Because the land deal promise is for you. I'm, I'm, I'm aligning you with my promises, and I'm going to let the enemy smell the smell of the burning bones and the, the lamb being cooked and prepared. Hallelujah. Then you take my testimony and you walk it around. It's my testimony that brings forth the victory. This is where the fire of the Spirit comes from when we attach ourselves to the testimony of who God is. 
His testimony in us is mighty to save. His testimony in us is mighty to save. He is risen. And I release the fire of Yahovah over your life that you will apply the testimony of who Yeshua is, the testimony of what he has done. You know, my testimony of what God has done is linked to his testimony. Why? Because he set me free. He is part of my testimony. Is Yeshua part of your testimony? How did Yeshua set you free? He is alive. He is alive. Hallelujah. The next point for tonight is forgiveness is what is key to releasing the resurrection power. Forgiveness. Why? When I come to the place of forgiveness, when he forgave me, what happened? My guilt and shame was taken away. Hallelujah. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven because what? He has risen. He has risen. I'm forgiven. Hallelujah. Let the fire of God fill your life when you recognize that we are walking in the forgiveness of God every single day. Praise Yahovah. Guilt and shame is gone. We're a new creation in Him. We are born again of the Spirit of Elohim. Oh, hallelujah. What is forgiveness equals? Forgiveness equals peace. So will you walk into the shalom of God today? If you're in unforgiveness, you know, back there in the book of Joshua, you know, it's quite interesting, you know, this is one thing we witness all the time. You know, you get into victory, then all of a sudden the people of God forget who he is. And, you know, there's a, a testimony of a defeat. Well, you didn't win. No, you got your butt whooped. Why? Because there was a problem in uh, Joshua chapter 7, just after the victory. Hallelujah. Look at what God has done overcoming Jericho. Then you get to chapter 7. Here comes the defeat. What caused the defeat when they went in in the battle against Ai? A-I. <laughs> I like it. The battle against Ai. The town called I. It sounds like I, me, I. The battle of defeating against your own life, I. How do you get rid of self and deal with selfishness, you know? Anyway, why were they defeated in the battle? I don't know why this camera keeps going off, but I apologize for that. I'll work that out for tomorrow. They didn't understand why they could walk into this, this town, this location. They just thought, it's just going to be victorious. And the reason they thought it's going to be victorious was for what purpose? Because we just had the victory of Jericho. Listen, you could have just had a great victory within your life, but that doesn't guarantee you the victory in the next battle that you face. So what was the problem with the people going in to I in chapter 7 and chapter 8? Um, not sure what the verse is in there, but I want you to read chapter 7, chapter 8. Just write that down as a note to go to. What I love about chapter 7 and chapter 8, it was because of sin in the camp. It's because they disobeyed God. They didn't do what God told them to do. There is safety in the place of obedience. Let's lay our lives down before him so that we can go from victory to victory. That we can go from glory to glory. Let's not go from glory to be knocked back. But let's come to the place where we see the victory in Yehovah. We want to see the victory. What happened? You know, people, they, they stole gold. They took gold and silver and cattle and sheep that they weren't meant to take. This is what brought trouble on them. It is in the verse 24 of chapter 7 of Joshua. Hallelujah. There was one person had uh, stolen that stuff. Right. Let me tell you something. Our obedience as a people is vitally important. There's a battle we're facing on a global level. And the Father is saying, it's not just about you rising up. Where is my body that will rise up? You know, I prophesied the other day, not just about a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare 
the way of Yehovah. I talked about where are the voices that will proclaim. If the voice of one can be so effective and transforming, what will the voices of many bring to pass? And for this second coming of Yeshua, what is the promise that the Father says that we are going to walk in? He says that we will see the victory. Why? Because we are called to usher in the second coming of the Messiah. Hallelujah. So what are we dealing with? We're dealing with forgiveness. We're, yes, my guilt and my shame is gone. But if you want to be effective in victory in the battles and the tests that you face, then you have to be faithful. You have to say, God, get the sin factor out of my life. Plead the blood of Yeshua over your life. My guilt and shame is gone. He has set me free. That's what I love about what Paul taught. He taught such a powerful message of the mercy of God upon the nations, upon the people, where many of them were going back to uh, Judaism religiously. Uh, you know, they were, they were losing connection with God's mercy of what he did at the cross. Yeshua is my mediator. Why does he have to mediate? Because I am going to mess up all the time. I need a mediator. I don't need to go to the priest in the Catholic Church, but I need a, a mediator between, between me and Yehovah because I am full of sin. And I, I, I plead the blood of Yeshua. I know the Father sees me perfect in his sight. But if you go back to sinful life, a sinful way, don't think you're going to get victory. Don't think you're going to go from one victory to the next victory. There's an importance in paying the price and how you walk in Messiah. Hallelujah. We worship you. Isaiah chapter 55. Glory to Yehovah. I hope you're blessed and encouraged. There we got uh, Thelma in Glasgow in Scotland. Welcome, Thelma. Hey, thanks for joining with us. Awesome. Hallelujah. Praise Yehovah. Okay, so we are on Isaiah chapter 55. I'm just going to read, you know, I love, I love this whole scripture. Why? It's about salvation. It's about deliverance. And let me tell you something. Look, what are you going through? You know, I, I break the spirit of depression and oppression off you now in Yeshua's name. This is time for us to rise up as a people and be everything that he has called us to be. Seek Yehovah, verse 6, while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Right now, God is near, and we call on him. Father, bring deliverance to this generation. Bring deliverance to our nations. We proclaim, Scotland, you will be saved. We proclaim, America, you will walk in salvation. Canada, you will be saved. New Zealand, you will be saved. England, well... Yeah, okay. Yeah, England, you will be saved. Wales, you will be saved. Ireland, you will be saved. Europe, we, we speak the blessings of Yehovah to pour on all nations at this time in Yeshua's name. Wow, because this is a day where the Lord can be found. This is the day where we have to call on him. That's why we've got to encourage people. Listen, call on his name. What are you going through? Call on his name. You're facing cancer. Call on his name. I proclaim victory right now in Yeshua's name. By his stripes you are healed. Cancer, you have to go. COVID-19, you have to go right now in Yeshua's name. I say to everyone with a fever, may your fever break now in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Verse 7, let the wicked forsake his ways and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to Yehovah, and he will have mercy on him. He will have what? He will have grace on him. Hallelujah. We worship you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We worship you. He will have mercy on him. He will have grace on him. And to our Elohim, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. The Father knows how to do it. He knows to bring, he knows how to bring us through. Hallelujah. He can do it. Why is this waiting for live video? 
He can do it. Hallelujah. I hope you're blessed and encouraged tonight uh, with the Word. There's one last little point I would like to leave with us, and that's the resurrection power will protect you. Um, we seem to have had a breakdown there on the feed to uh, Facebook, so if you just missed that little bit, you can catch it up on YouTube. Hallelujah. So, resurrection power will protect you. This is the last point. Hallelujah. Hardships, brokenness, suffering. What are you going through? What are the things we're facing? This is what we're talking about. But when we walk in the resurrection power of Yehovah, we walk in a supernatural protection. Hallelujah. I want to stay within the book of Isaiah, and I want us to go to just chapter 41. And uh, I'm just going to read... Uh, a verse here in verse 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. And I know that's a word for a few people today. Don't fear, because I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your Elohim. I will strengthen you and will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. It's a day of victory. It's a day of victory. And I want to encourage you to let the testimony of Yeshua go before you just as they did going round the wall. And the trumpets and the, the horns were blowing and we proclaim the victory that Yeshua has risen, that this is the hour, that we are not going to walk in defeat, but we will walk in your mercy. We will walk in your mercy and your grace, for this is the hour in which we live. So let's take hold of his promises today. Let's walk and live in his promises because this is the hour. It is time for us to see the victory in Messiah. So right now, I just want to proclaim the fire of Yehovah over your life. You know, we're, we're coming into uh, tomorrow evening. We're, we're coming into the high Sabbath, starting tomorrow night into Wednesday. And it's going to be a high Sabbath time for us at the end of this feast. Have we achieved what we wanted to, what the Father wanted to achieve within our, our lives during this seven days of unleavened bread? Let's not get to the end and not receive the gifts that the Father has for us. The gifts that He wants to lavish upon us at this time. I want you to receive from Him right now. Take hold of Him. Take deliverance from Him right now. Receive deliverance. I break the spirit of hardship. I want to speak to those who are going through brokenness. You know, where, where people have uh, abandoned you, rejected you. Loss, dealing with loss, loss of loved ones, loss of your spouse. I want to speak healing to you right now that that brokenness will be turned into the glory of Yehovah. We just speak forth the resurrection power of Yeshua. We thank you, Father. So we might have been in a dark place at the beginning, but now we proclaim that we are standing in the light. We receive your fire today, and we thank you of God before us who can be against us. He has risen. Yeshua is alive. So let's walk with him. Let's talk with him. Let's be led by him. And let's come to that table that he has prepared before us. You know, take notes over this time of unleavened bread. So when you come to this high Sabbath tomorrow night into Wednesday, let it be a time of supernatural blessing where you can actually see very clearly everything that the Father has done in your life and all of the ways that He has broke through. For all of those facing financial challenge right now, and, and the Father knows the needs and everything that's happened, we just release an open heaven. Father, will you open up a win the windows of heaven and pour down your provision at this time? There's many places where the government will not cover uh, people in difficult places. So we thank you, Father, that you have us covered, that we can trust in you. We will not fear. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. We worship you, Father. He is victorious. And uh, I've enjoyed being with you tonight. And if you have prayer requests, I want to encourage you to put your prayer requests. I'm just looking here at the screen just to see what we have going on here. Um,
We've got Sherry in Tennessee. Welcome, Sherry. Good to have you with us. Hallelujah. We've got Gary King here. Welcome. The power of his empty tomb. That's right. Praise Yehovah. Yeah, we've got um, Sonoman. He's in Oregon, Portland, Oregon. Welcome. Good to see you, brother. We just keep you in prayer right now as well. We've got Mary, who is in Elkton, Florida. Hallelujah. If you've got prayer requests, I just encourage you to put your prayer requests down here uh, so that we can uh, stand uh, with you. Yes, the feed did break off there. Uh, we seem to have lost internet. That's what happened with the break on the feed. So if you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry, connect with us, bulldozerfaith.com. You can sign up to our newsletters. Remember, we will always be here on Facebook Live every single day. We're going to proclaim the gospel. I don't set a time when we're going to come on. Why don't I set a time? Well, I just want to come on when the Holy Spirit says this is the time. I want to make sure that as I go through the day, I'm watching what the Father's doing, listening to what the Father's saying, and I will only switch the camera on to proclaim to you out of the overflow of the heart of what the Father is doing within my life. This is my testimony. And the reason for doing this, I want to encourage you to be devoted to Him. We are teaching the foundations of what it truly means to be in a devotional time in his presence. So you look at all the points and all the things that we are going through here tonight. This is me just walking through with you my devotional. This is me just sharing with you what the Father is revealing to me. You know, this is the words to me and I'm just sharing them with you. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged. Connect with us. If you are looking for a place to sow, if you are looking for a ministry to sow into in the land of Israel, you're looking to bless a ministry, then I want to encourage you to stand with Bulldozer Faith. Uh, we need support to do the things that we do in the land and in the nations, and especially at this difficult time. I also want to make it clear, if you are not in a financial position uh, to give, don't feel any obligation to give. If you are blessed and the Father is blessing you and you want to give, then praise Yahovah. You can go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give, and you can give in the currency depending on where you come from, and I thank you for standing with us. If you're watching right now and you haven't given a first fruit offering, and you want to give a first fruit offering to our ministry, I encourage you to do that. But if the Father's calling you to give an offering to another ministry, I just want to encourage you, let's make sure that we are faithful with the first fruits of the things that the Father has given us. So a slide will come up now how you can give uh, first fruit offerings. Thanks for watching. Till tomorrow, Yehovah bless. Hallelujah.